0: The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. I had a relative who was very, very sick, young. And the doctor said, that's it, person is going to die. They tell me in the hospital there's one type of surgery to do just to make the person comfortable for their last days. However, it's a risk. The person is so weak that the person may die under the knife. I didn't know what to do. I got on a plane at the time. I flew to Israel. I went straight to the stipler's house. Now, he was known to tell people in such situations not to do anything. I went into him, and I had to write everything down. He was hard of hearing. He read everything. And he tells me in Hebrew, Go home and do the surgery right away. So I looked at him, and I started screaming in his ear. But they said the person could die on the table. He started yelling at me. Ani mavin, Ani mavin. I understand, I understand. Go home and do the surgery. Rav Baruch Asani Tuach, Vechai Eslim Shana. Baruch Saratskin did it and he lived 20 years. What's the guy do with Rav Baruch Sorotskin? Okay, I went home and I pushed. I pushed everybody, I pushed the family. Let's do the surgery. Did the surgery. It was supposed to take 45 minutes. The surgery took eight hours. We thought the person died. They don't want to tell us. Eight hours. The surgeon comes out, and he says, cured. Cured? What happened to all that cancer? No, no, it was a benign tuna in the dinodinum. It grew and grew till it, it's the size of a, of, a, of a grapefruit. I managed to take seven bypasses and take it out. The person should be fine. How long did that person live? 20 years. Came out to the day. 20 years, Rabbi Sa'i. They see what we don't see. They have a certain siata de shmaya. It's a famous miser with Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky that he started putting on. All of a sudden, he comes to shul one day and he's putting on tefillin. Rabino Tam, old man, he never wore Rabino Tam tefillin. Everybody in the shul was wondering what's going on. So they asked him. Two people went out to the Rebbe. What's going on? You never wore Rabino Tam tefillin. What is this? He says I'll tell you. He says some fifty years ago in Europe. Somebody came over to me and asked me why I don't wear Rabbeinu Tam Tefillin. And he told me, I told him why, but he said, but the Chafetz Chaim wears Rabbeinu Tam Tefillin. So I told them the Chafetz Chaim is 90. When I'll be 90, I'll also wear. Today is my 90th birthday. And I never forgot what I said. A nedir came out of my mouth. How many times did you say Hatarat nedarim in the last 50 years? No, no, no. A came out of my mouth. I said, when I'll be 90, I'll wear Rabbeinu Tam Tefillin. Today's my 90th birthday. I never forgot it. So today I went up in a time you imagine? about that? What? They're on a different league, a different plateau. I myself, I heard from Rav Vain Feinstein about Rav Moshe Zechet Tzadik V'Kadosh Nebracha. He told me that he says, my father needed a pacemaker. Maybe when he was in his 80s, early 80s, he needed a pacemaker. And he entered the hospital the night before to do it the next morning. And I came early the next morning before the procedure, saw my father, Rav Moshe, I asked him how he slept, and he says he really didn't sleep last night. Why? He was being a fish b'ma'asaf. He was trying to figure out why is he getting this pacemaker? What avera did he do that he deserves to get a pacemaker? So he tells his son, my dear son, I went through all the mitzvot ase, I was never over on one. I went through all the lota ase, don't ever remember being over. I went through all the karet, and all the mitot bedin, and all the derabanans that I can remember. I don't ever remember being over on anything. And it bothered me. So why is this happening to me? He didn't even enter his mind that it was yisurin shal ahava. No. He says, there has to be a reason. He says, I finally got it. I figured it out. So what is it? He says, when I was a young man in yeshiva, I learned my chavrusa back in Europe, in Luban, elsewhere. And we had a very big argument on Asugya. For a week, we argued the same point. And it came out at the end that he was murdered to me that I was right. And you know what? I felt good in my heart that I was right and that he was wrong. And that's why I'm being punished with my heart. Because I felt good in my heart. Rabbi Sai, some probably 50, 60 years before. Okay? (laughs) But forget about that! I was never aware, I went through every, I, was over, I went through all the bananas and all the Rises and all the Asayas and all the Lota and all the Karet and all the Bittabedin. I couldn't find anything. I had to find this. We're talking about people who are way, 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 way ahead of us. Again, from the Kedushah, the Evesiyat and the shmaya, like we never had before, Rabotai. Nothing to talk about. Nothing to talk about. I'll tell you a miser happened to me with Rav Shach. I was in Etz Yisroh and I saw a who I knew. And he asked me if I'm going to Bnei Brak. I said, I happen to be I am. He says, are you going to Rav Shach? I said, yes, I said, can I come? I said, come. He was a little bit older. He wasn't married. And he wanted a bracha to get married. We went into Rav Shach. So Rav Shach was talking to me. And then he asked me, who's this fellow? So I told him he came from America. He wants a brocha to get married. Shach says, how old is he? I said, 24. He says, 24. Why is he not married? I said, boy, is punim. He's very shy. It's very difficult for him to go out on a date." So Roshach says, "Boish is punim the ganeden. You have to get married, okay?" So he tells the boy, "You have to get married." The boy says, "I want to get married." So Roshach says, "Okay, taftiachli. Promise me shit chaten hashana. Promise me you're going to get married this year." Boy never went out with a girl in his life. Can't even talk. He's very shy. He doesn't answer. The boy doesn't answer. Rav Shach says, Ata li, promise me. Rav opens his Gemara and he starts learning. And then he turns to me and he says to me, mi he's not leaving this house. Atshu until he promises. You want to go? You can go. The fellow looks at me. He's ready to cry. <laughs> so we sit there. We sit there for five minutes. Five minutes felt like five years. Okay. Rav looks up. He goes, no, no. I turn to the boy. I said, what do you want to do? So what can I do? I can't promise. How can I promise I'm getting married this year? It's impossible. I said, listen, the Gadol HaDur tells you to do something. You have to do it. He says, I can't. How can I do it? Roshach asked me, what do he say? I said, Huloh Yachol. He said, okay, Huloh He's not leaving. Okay, it's my rabbi. Side. We're sitting there. This is going on every five minutes. Roshach go, no. goes, no. Roshach goes, you could go. Huloh Yachol Halech. This goes on and on. The boy is crying. I said to him, listen, I got things to do. I got to go. Okay, let's let's go. He says, how can I promise? I said, Rav Shach, Finally, he turns to Rav Shach, He says, if you give me a bracha, that I'll get married? Okay. Rav Shach says, Ani brukha, ta First you promise. He promised. Rav Shach gave him a bracha. We left. We went out the door. The boy was extremely depressed and crying. He says, what did I just do? I promised to the Gadol Ador an impossibility. What did I do? He was terrible that day, depressed. We go back to Yerushalayim. At the end of the day, we go to the hotel. I see an elderly man there who I know from America. I said, what are you doing here? He said, I came to to Eretz Yisrael to visit my granddaughter who was in seminary. Here she is. She's there. Okay, fine. Six months later, these two get married. Six months later, these two get married. I'm at the Sheva Brachas. I have a big mouth. And I told them the story. So the father of the collar gets up and he says, that's not the end of the story. We were also by Rav Shach that week. And we told Rav Shach she has a problem. She doesn't want to go out. She's scared. This, and that. Rav Shach made a promise. Okay. But then you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't make it up if you wanted to. of the Israel. They're in a different league. They're way above us. We're clueless to what's going on. There was a fiftieth wedding anniversary in Jerusalem, and this couple was a rarity for their time. They had everything. They had good children, good grandchildren. Nobody went off to the Derech. They had Pannosa, they had health. And they have this 50th wedding anniversary. Okay? And at the wedding anniversary, one of the grandchildren got up and asked, Zaidi, Bobby, tell us, how'd you do it? What's the recipe for such hatslacha? What? What'd you do? So today he says, forget about that, never mind. But let me tell you a story what happened in my day. said. So, Rav Yosef Chaim zonenfeld was the Rav Rashi of Yerushalayim. And there was a chasana. And Rav Yosef Chaim Zunnenfeld was going to be the Masada Kedushin. Before he got there, there was a Kabbalah's Panim. And the girl was an older girl, the Kala. It took her a long time before she found somebody. And the boy says to his father, when they're sitting there, the Kabbalah's Panim, I don't think I could do it. The father says, what? I don't think I can do it. What do you mean you can't do it? I, I don't think I can get married. I'm getting cold feet. Because we're here at the chasana. What are you talking about? I don't know. I can't do it. took one look at the ksuva on the table. I can't. Father tries to talk to him. Nothing to talk about. The boy gets up and runs out and runs away. The place starts to buzz. The collar doesn't know anything. She's in another room with all the ladies. The place is buzzing. All the friends are outside talking what to do. We go get him. How, where, what. In walks Rav Yosef Chaim Zunnenfeld. They run over to him. The father of the kala is going out of his mind. He runs over to Rav Yosef Chaim. And says, this is what just happened. And my daughter is going to have a nervous breakdown till she found the chassan. We're here at the chassan. And she's in her wedding gown. There's no chassan. What's going to be? Rav Yosef Chaim Zunnenfeld talks to the father of the chassan. The father says, what should I do? He ran away. I wasn't expecting this. I'm in shock myself. I don't know what to do. Okay. Rav Yosef Chaim Zunnenfeld says, okay, one minute. He goes outside to where all the friends were and he calls them all over, and he says, listen here, come here. He says, who here wants a guaranteed chilek and Oilam Haba and Oylem Haza? I promise you everything. All you have to do is marry this girl tonight. Goes to the first boy, no, my mother will kill me. Not doing it. Goes to the next boy, no, not even a new suit for my chasana. No, went down, boy, boy, boy. One boy says, do you really promise me that? Yes, I'm you'll have everything. I'll do it. They call, he, Rav Yosef goes over to the father of the Kala and the Chassan he says, listen, I found the Chassan. What do you mean you found the Chassin? New Chassan, right? New Chassan? Yeah, new chasen. How many dates did they go out anyway in those days? He says, what are you talking about? I found an El Lecha boy. He'll marry her tonight. He'll have a or everything. My daughter doesn't even know what's going on. Okay, let's tell her. They go and they tell the daughter, listen, you remember your cousin No more. He's gone. New khasan. My She goes, what? He ran away. We got a new one. Where's my cousin? No more. New, new khasan. New khasan. I never even met him. Rabbi Yosef Haim Zonav so meet him. They sat them down at the table. First date in a wedding gown. Okay? sat them down at the table. They met. The boy said, they had a khasana. They had a khasana. Back to the 50th wedding anniversary. The says, you know that Hassan and Kala was? Me and your bubby. I was the one who said I would do it. And I believed in Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld. When he told me I'm going to have everything. And I have everything. I had Parnosa my whole life. I have health. Me and my wife. Good children. Good grandchildren. We had, Yomim. We had everything. But I, who's the hero of this story? Rabbi Yosef Chaim Zonenfeld, you would think? I think the Hassan. Why? Because he had Emunat HaChamin. He believed in the Rav, and the Gadol Ador, right? What he says he means. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I saw a video a few weeks ago. I plot. If I didn't see it in my own eyes, I wouldn't believe it. In Rav Chaim's house. A lot of things go on in Rav Chaim's house, Rabbi I've been there many, many times, and this one takes the cake. A fellow walks in. I don't know why they videoed it. A fellow walks in, yeshiva shaman, middle age, and he goes to Rav Chaim and he says, I have a major problem in my life. I, I'm a frump farmer. I keep shmita, I keep everything, and it's a very big business. Ten years ago, an Arab worker fell off of a ladder and broke his back. He really did break his back. It's permanent damage. And this worker suing me for ten years, the case was going on. Now the insurance company said, and the lawyer said, the jig is up. He wants X amount of dollars. The judge says that it's you've got to pay have to pay out of pocket besides the insurance policy right that it's going to put me out of business and now the lawyer wants me to give an offer how much am i offering towards that amount i can't offer such money i'll be bankrupt either way i can't do it <laughs> raf tells him ten lahem shekel he says what ten lamb shekel lawyer ten me shekel give him one shekel not more he says what does that mean Ten lahem shekel, lo yoten mi shekel. This is a joke. They're asking for hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of shekel. Right? Give him one shekel. Rafhaim takes his wallet out of his pocket. He opens it up. He's looking inside. He's digging. He pulls out one shekel. Ten lahem shekel, ten mi miday. Maybe this is too much. Ve'tachzili. Ava lo yoten mi shekel. This fellow has a munas chachamim. He calls the lawyer the next morning. And he tells the lawyer, one shekel the lawyer's crazy what does that mean raf said one shekel now two months later you see them videoing again Rafhaim and then I'm on mutzai shabbos the fellow walks in Rafhaim's drinking tea he tells him hot on mutzai shabbos since that he says you remember me i was the farmer you told me one shekel he says yeah makara he says i came back to return the shekel that you gave me this is what happened he says I called the lawyer the next day. I told them only one shekel. Go, offer them one shekel, no more. The lawyer says, are you crazy? Offer them one shekel. Rafhaim said one shekel, one shekel. Call them and tell them we're offering one shekel. When they told, when one lawyer told it to the other lawyer, and the lawyer went back and told it to the people, they said, well, you know what? We're fed up already. Just give us what the insurance company is going to give us. It's 10 years already, and we're done. So he comes back to Rafhaim and he tells Rafhaim. He has the shekel back. So he gives it to Rav Chaim. Rav Chaim takes it. He says, Aval, Ulai <laughs> Rav Chaim, you tendly okay. at so, shekel. So Maybe you'll give me the shekel. Rav Chaim says, Lama, ze Okay. So he says, Because I could be mekadesh Shem Shamayim with it. I could go around and show people this is the shekel that I listened to Rav Chaim. I had a Munas chachamim, and a ness happened to me with it. Rav Chaim looks at him. Gives him the Shegei. He tells him, Kach b'matana Take it from matana gemura. He gave it to him. And then he told him, where you pay is in front of your ears, not behind your ears. And put your brim up. And he sent them out. Okay. okay. In our door, there are such people, such malachim walking around. Rabbotai Korach destroyed himself because he refused authority. We have to learn how, even in this door when nobody accepts authority, we have to learn how to accept authority. We have to get our children and our grandchildren to cling to Talmidei HaChamim. And Bezat Hashem will be zuchet to yerat like the Pele Yo-ed said, will be zuchet to yerat Mashiach will come. It's ikvaseed the Mashiach. Mashiach will come and he'll be proud of us. He'll be proud of us that we have such yiris Talmidei HaChamim, such yiris shamayim, such emunat HaChamim. That's how we can live a proper life. We follow the directory that the Chachamim give us, and Bezat Hashem will be Zochet and Amen. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend, stories to inspire.org.